Yo, yo, this is Treasy. And I'm Young Leezy. And we are the On Ear Network. We know you've heard our tag at the end of this show, but it dawned on us that we've never really introduced ourselves. So we wanted to invite you to listen to all of our podcasts. Right now, our roster consists of And Then We Had Sex, a comedy couple that talks about their sex life with an occasional celebrity. The Locker Room, where men take off their filters and say how they really feel. And Grams of Snow, for your underworld and organized crime stories. And of course, Kind of Movie Critics which is our show, where we deep dive into movies and TV. So if you enjoy this show, check out some of One Ear's other podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's start the show. Okay, champagne. Uh, did you do it already? Did you land Gojo already without us, Dad? We're not celebrating. Long road ahead. We've had a vibration I've been speaking to a contact with connections at DOJ, and the word is on the down low that they've seen everything now, they've reviewed, and they're happy with how we're engaging, and they're coming to the view that Kendall overpromised, and perhaps some men were terribly naughty back in the day, but nothing systemic, nothing sanctioned. It's gonna be a number. Just a number? Nothing custodial for anyone. Uh, no prison. Nuh-uh, nope, we don't think so. Here's to us. To, to us. us. And to justice. To, to justice. 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 Yeah. To justice. Six, six, six. Oh, wait, maybe I shouldn't say that three times, right? Um, I'm so used to that. You have no idea. There are people who think that's the funniest joke in the world. I'm like, really? I've never heard that. Wow. That was, that's yeah. the, I feel like that's the first time I've ever done that. Because you're an adult. Okay, right. I don't yeah. take advantage of my friend's names in that way. or call you, weird. Or call you like 3-6 Mafia or something like that. And you never asked if like I have a brother named Seven. It's like, no. Actually. Wow. But yeah. if you did, why would six be afraid of seven? I know. Imagine seven eating nine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Childish Treasy back in the building. Clearly. Uh, back in somebody's building. Clearly, we're not in the same building together. No. Uh, but this is Grams of Snow, Succession, Season 3, Episode 7, Breakdown. And uh, as you guys already know, Grams of Snow is your favorite drug dealer slash white collar crime slash mafia slash gangster slash street gang podcast you know everything crime related six we are into All talking about last shit. right 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 and um yeah like i said today we're talking about succession season three episode seven so you know obviously you can hear that six and i are not in the same location uh and we're a little bit behind schedule if you're listening to this in real time you'll know we're behind schedule if you find this yeah podcast like a month from now you're going to be like why is he talking about this but uh, <laughs> but um uh, I'm, I'm in quarantine mode because omarion tried to spin the block on my family so almost got y'all try to try to try to get him with the rona but the devil know. thought he had me <laughs> you had to try again though so that's what it is um but you're well you're doing good family's good yeah everybody's good man everybody's good. in recovery mode you know i'm I'm fully vaxxed, so it, it didn't touch me, but my wife and my daughter did get, you know, a little under the weather, man, and it was a it was a rough week and some change, but we are definitely on the upside, so thank you for asking. Of course, of course. I was surprised. We had a few listeners that, you know, because I, I didn't say anything really 
publicly on the platform and I probably should have responsibly, but I was like, man, nobody cares really. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. if they, we have a small enough audience to where <laughs> if they care, and they I didn't want to say us. it for you. Right. I was like, well, you know what? That's his to tell. Let me not say anything. I was like, Hey guys, we'll be back. Right. You know? Right. And I appreciate that. But yeah, no, but no, shout out to the, to the few listeners that actually did reach out and say, so, Hey, where's, where's episode seven? <laughs> right. How y'all doing? Uh, we, we here now, man. And, and we're going to keep it going just for y'all. So new bike. Uh, without further ado, introduction six. You ready for these? I don't know. You've had a lot of time to think, so I don't know. I did, and I feel like, <laughs> and I feel like I still dropped the ball, but we're gonna go with oh, it anyway. Gosh. Well, on the A mic, because this is indeed the A mic. You can tell by the clarity today. Enough. <laughs> it's your boy Treasy, aka Perkshire Hathaway. Okay. Boy, go to hell. <laughs> shout go out to hell. Shout out to Martin the Mill man for that name right there, man. Perkshire Hathaway is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Perkshire. I'm sorry. I'm, I yeah. I said Shire. Is, is Shire the English way to say it? I think sure is the right way to say it. Yeah, is got that it. English word, Perkshire. Per yeah. Oh, it's a it's an English word, so it got to be Perkshire yeah. then. Okay. Yeah. You know. And uh, on the other end of this Ethernet connection <laughs> oh, God. is six, a.k.a. Vaccine Waters. Why would you do this to me? He <laughs> chairwoman, Congress are chairwoman, vaccine waters. <laughs> are you enough? Like, are you, are you enough? What the hell? Am I, I say, are you okay? Yeah. Am I enough. I'm good. I know. I know it's called Freudian slips there. Uh, Boy. But, um, so what, you know, we've had a couple of weeks to sit here and digest episode seven, six. Mm -hmm. Wow. Episode seven, six. Ha ha ha. What? Oh, you're so close. I know, I know. Well, you activated the immatureness on, on my behalf. Now that I know that other people have license to be immature, I'm with them. So, Jesus. <laughs> um, I, I hmm, part of me is, I, I, part of me doesn't feel bad for being a week late with this one, right? Because I feel like episode seven didn't really do too much. It did a lot, but it did nothing. It, you know, did did you yeah. kind of feel that way with this? Yeah, it was really. I think. Episode seven, let us know how the rest of this season and probably next season is going to go as far as who is who, right? And let us know what roles everyone's currently filling, it seems like. Mm. It, um, it, it was a time to either make or break your predictions. Like, mm. yeah, you're right or yeah, you're wrong. You found out episode seven, whether what you thought was going to happen in episode one was right or wrong. Okay. Okay. Good. Good analysis. Good analysis. I'm not mad at that. Um, Kendall did try to sneak back. He, character. Uh, character. Kendall yeah, wants yeah. to be in uh, American Idol so bad, bro. The mass singer. I, I am, <laughs> at this point, Kendall, just get a recording contract. And call it and call it a like, day, right? What was that white boy's name who bought that the purple album from Boutte? He feels like that. Oh, Martin Screlly. Yes. <laughs> the, the crook. Loser white boy who was trying so hard to be down. Like, yeah. The baby Wu-Tang group. Kendall, please. Fam, I'm mad. I, I really wanted to see that, to be honest. I did. I did. Yeah. I, you. I was like, I was waiting. No baby Wu-Tang. I was like, oh, no, I need to see this. Because if it's real, I might want it at my next birthday party. That's so. a fact. <laughs> That's a, that's a, he was like, oh, trust me, it sounds better than what it, it, it's better than what it sounds. I was like, yeah, it better be because it sounds kind of crazy, but I'm in for it. Right. I'm trying thing once. I, I was I, honestly, I'm going to be honest, and I don't know if this is racist, but I was in suspense because I was like, yo, is it like a bunch of Asian kids or is it like oh. a bunch of black kids? I was very nervous because one, I don't either way it would have ended poorly. Right. Because 
if it was a bunch of small black children, you would have them dressed like rappers in the 90s, which is like super stereotypical. And if it was a bunch of Asian children, you would have like, that's almost a slur. Right. right? Like, <laughs> right. it's going to go bad. Yeah, you losing with that one. But that's typical yeah. Kendall. Though. I, like, I could see him doing something stupid like that. He had his mother's vagina there. Oh, yo, fam. First of all, it was long. Let's start. It was Ayo. Long, long vaginal path. Ayo. It's a lot of cervix, bro. Like. Yeah, right. But, you know, I I think that that was really, uh, you know, t- that aside, it was a really cool entrance, right? Like you walk through this pink corridor uh, and it didn't get weird until until Roman bought up the, the correlation between Bill Roman and his, and his yeah. mother's uh, canal. Uh, and, and how did shiv affectionately referred to it as uh i think she called it like cold and inhospitable or something like that sounds like something (laughs) shiv would say and you know what i want to address something okay um about shiv specifically and honestly nothing to do with the show i have been seeing an influx of people trying to convince me that siobhan roy is thick i want you what is wrong with y'all well well, thicker than yeah no siobhan 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 put on yeah nah did she gain weight? Sure, but Shiv is not thick. Um. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Wait till you see episode eight. I'm here because Shiv don't you, seem. You might be. I've a seen bit. the dress they talking about. I like that's a picture people keep showing me. No, Shiv is thick. I'm like, hey, yo, like this is. Nah, she filled, okay. she filled that thing out. Now, now, okay, now we got to talk scales and standards, right? Because there's yeah. obviously like you know if you ever even been close to Texas. You know, and seeing any women remotely from Texas, like that's a different kind of thick, right? You but understand, like it's a different measuring <laughs> stick for like women from Australia, because I think that's where what, that's where the shit that's is from, the right? point. Y'all, no, she's English, I think. Okay, okay, I thought she was Australian, but and that's what I've been bringing across. You think she's thick because she's white? Y- yeah, but th- I think that's okay. Like you got to judge it on a different scale because it's a different it's a different situation. So like. She, and that's cool if you admit that's the scale they're using. They're trying to tell me, oh, no, she's just thick. I'm like, no, she's thick for a white girl. Yeah. Damn. And they're like, no, she's just thick. I'm like, no, she's thick for a white girl. Right, right. right. Now, she she filling that dress out, though. I ain't going to hold you. Shout out to Corey. I had to text him and be like, because <laughs> Corey been hitting me with the, yo, thick Siobhan. I, I was like, yeah, because I'm not, you know, Siobhan's not really, she don't really do it for me. But yeah. episode eight, I was like, no, nah, I see it. I get it. Really? Yeah, now nah, Siobhan was filling that dress out. I'm not gonna hold you. I hate to be I objectifying so. that young woman in, in the midst of this, but now nah, she she was doing her that's shout out to that stylist. I'm gonna say that. I shout s- out to the wardrobe lady. I suppose. <laughs> it was but, a very nice Kiari dress. I kinda want it now. It's sold out, but it's a beautiful dress. Uh you talking about the one from episode eight? Yeah, that blue dress. When I'm, someone sent me a picture of it, I said, oh, I need to know where this is from. Right, right, <laughs> right. Got it. So, yeah. so again, if you're listening to this in real time, you know, obviously, we haven't covered eight. Like, we're supposed, you know, I went on a yeah. watch date, but we're not supposed to be, you know, we're not covering eight. But if you're listening to this- like, I have in, not watched eight. Yeah. In, in the vague future, you're going to be like, why, you know- What the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> right. Like, it's all good. These are the COVID tapes. These Maybe are- we should call them that. Wow, These are the COVID tapes. The COVID tapes. I like that a lot. Yeah. I we like have to put that, that asterisk under the title of this one. <laughs> so let's rewind a little bit before we get to the party, man. Let's kind of talk a little bit about um this whole deal with Gojo, man. Like first and foremost, like I don't know if I totally understand. Is Gojo supposed to be kind of like Facebook? I think Gojo is supposed to be like Paramount Plus. 
So it's just a streaming service? Yeah, it's just a really, really bad streaming service. Well, no. See, it's a. I'm not going to say bad. It's supposed to be good because everybody well, no, wants it. Well, the, no, the interface is bad. Like, their their system is poor as far as how long it takes to boot up. Um, the the use system is horrible. No. Okay, so I got the you. The platform is bad. So, no, what it is, what you're talking about is Stargo. See, Stargo was actually, I think that's Royco's. I think, okay, so Stargo is Royco's streaming service and Gojo is the stream is is the thing that they want that's supposed to like take them into the next hemisphere. So like Starjo is the thing that makes them look like a dinosaur, I think is is what's happening here. And like Gojo seems to be like a Facebook-esque. Th- so like, who owns Gojo? Because if it's, if it's Eric from True Blood, then that's not right. Go, uh, Eric from True Blood. I'm assuming that's uh, Alex Skarsgård, the guy, the Matsu yes. guy. Yes. Yes. No. So he he owns correct. He owns Gojo. So then it is indeed they were. Remember, he was like, it doesn't load. This app is useless. I don't even like it. So that he, was Stargo. He was talking about Royco's thing. No, he. But the one he was talking about, he owns. No. Okay, maybe I have that wrong. But I know for a fact he owns Gojo. So right, I, I agree that he owns Gojo. Okay. Absolutely, I think where I am unsure, unclear, and maybe should have watched a third time, but I thought that I understood it. Um, Gojo was the app they pissed on, to my understanding. No, they pissed on Stargo for sure. I, is I, Go is Stargo a part of Gojo? See, I don't think so. I feel like okay. So think about the name Waystar and the Royco. I feel like Stargo is like Waystar's streaming platform that is inherited in the partnership between Waystar and Royco. You see what I'm saying? So I think I think what I think what what was happening in that scene was basically Matson saying that like, of course my product is superior. You're like y'all's is trash. Like I can't, the landing page takes forever to load up. So, like, if I'm going to be in bed with you guys, like, fuck y'all's app. Y'all going to have to replace that because, like, I'm not associating myself with that shit. That's how I took it. Like, that Stargo, I'm assuming, is part of Waystar just via the name. But they didn't really fully explain it. Okay. I mean, I'm, that doesn't change my opinion of him or what went on. So, that makes, I mean, that makes sense to me. Got I think I was just fuzzy about the ownership. What was what? And I think hearing the word go in it, I was like, oh yeah, it's part of Gojo. Okay, cool. Because it was called Star. Like, is that a merge between the two of them? Like, That might be. I didn't even think about that. Because Star be Go, right. like you said, it's Waystar mm-hmm. and then Gojo. And then Gojo, right. That's what I was like. Because I remember Shiv saying that they have all of the tech to fix everything and that they had a dinosaur. But that combined with our tech could solve the problem. Mm-hmm. That's why I just assume that it was oh this is his app his app is shitty but he has the content they want mm. and because they're supposed to be like fox news and outdated as far as content their technology fixing his shitty app is gonna make both of them rich right okay you might be on to something with that one you might you might be on to something with that one so you pay closer attention than me normally so you you might be right but yeah, or maybe th- it's a partnership I, f- I feel like it's i feel like it's somewhere in the middle i feel like we're yeah. both on the right track here yeah. um so but clearly all right, so what's actually happening here is Logan wants to buy Gojo because Gojo is supposed to make them, I guess, is supposed to basically fulfill the prophecy of what 
Kendall was trying to do, it sounds like. I was right? about to say that. They they just want to do what Kendall said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cause, matter of fact, yeah, because he made allusion to that. That, that was his yeah. whole idea. And, um, He's been talking about that since season one. When he walked true. into that um that yeah. cute little hipster office. Yeah, you're that right. That he wanted to buy. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely yeah. right. So um, so it's clear Gojo has the social currency. Um, Logan. Okay, let's talk about this because you had a theory between Logan and his secretary. What's the secretary's name? Sophie or something? Chris. Like that? Chris is a C. So okay. So Carrie, something like that. Right. I think it's Carrie. So she had the opinion that basically, like, the dude is. Uh, she kind of basically said, like, you know, he's a a pompous genius, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so her 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 and Logan's instinct is to put up the middle finger to the deal, correct? I think that was because he didn't come himself. He sent two people, and they thought what they were insinuating that meant was, I don't respect you. And if that's what they thought, they were right. Um but they didn't, they had the middle finger to the deal because Madsen sent representatives and didn't come himself. Right. Okay. So, so your take on that is you, you, you would have taken the same side. Like that's disrespectful. I don't know that I would have. Mm-hmm. I, I think that they ended up being right. Is what I'm saying. I don't know if I would have taken it that way for me. And it's maybe why I don't run a billion dollar company. But <laughs> for me, it was he is a major CEO of a company. Why would he come down here to discuss a possible merger and acquisition? Right. Um, versus sending the people who actually work in MA to do it. Mm-hmm. But I guess if I ran a billion dollar company and you have the, the option to talk to me, you should probably take it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I guess they felt that way too. I was like, he's just not going to do it. He's saying, fuck us. So I'm not taking it. We have to prove that we're as strong as him. Yes. And when Roy, Roy, when Roman went over there to talk to him, he was absolutely fucking right. So. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That. Yeah. That's pretty much it in a nutshell, for real. Um. That. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Uh. So I. You know, Logan's instincts are. They seem to be right all the time. I mean, he he's a dinosaur, but he's he's a master of war. Can we agree on that? Yeah, but I I still think this DOJ thing. It's not as, they gave us kind of a hint of we're not in the clear yet when they were announcing it, drinking champagne and right. and before Tom went and did weird ass Tom shit. I'm tired of it, by the way. Right. I'm tired of it. <laughs> what did you destroy that boy's office for? Yeah. What was the reason? Insert Cardi B meme here. Like, what was the reason right. for you to do that? Yeah. But Jerry, two things. Roman asks, was it... Uh, Larry, what's his name? Um, Jerry, little boyfriend in the DOJ. Oh, uh, Lori. Lori. Uh-huh. And then she was like, I know other people, you know. Right. That was a little like, okay. And then when she was like, oh, so we're good? She was like, well, nothing is, is promised yet. That for me was like, oh, okay, y'all think it's done. Yeah. But it's not done. Yeah. That, that, I'm, I'm, I feel like We would have seen that up. be cleaned up. Yeah. Right. We would have seen that cleaned up. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that would, I feel like for sure- they left that tab hanging the pool from um uh yeah i mean that's good so so basically the doj was saying that like it's going to be a there's going to be a fine there's going to be a financial burden but there's not going to be a some sort of like a a, a, you know jail time or some sort of sanction nothing's getting shut down nothing it's just give us some money we'll move on yeah so it was interesting when you know they passed out the champagne and and 
Logan gave a toast and he was like to justice. And, you and Shiv's see, face. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, justice wasn't, you know. The this whole. is justice, huh? <laughs> you Yo, think so? By the way, did you see that video? Did you see that video of those people doing the succession? Uh, they did like it was. There's like an account where basically they do plays on succession, where they like they reenact scenes from it, but it's regular people. No, but please oh tweet it or put it on our socials. Like, hello. Yeah, I, well, I, I did. I, I did it on the, on our um on our IG stories last week. It's hilarious. I got to send you this account, man, because their impressions are spot on. I'm talking about spot. It's it's really crazy. It had me dying. But I'm gonna tweet it out so that way you can see it for sure. Yeah. All right. So DOJ is gonna make them pay, but there, there may not be any uh, legal recourse. Um, Gojo, as it sits right now, uh, Logan is like, I don't, you know, whatever, man, I'm not really interested in the deal because we got to show that we have the upper hand. Uh, but Shiv and Roman want to pursue it. Correct. Yeah. I think, I don't know if it was, I'm not interested in it. I think he was pissed off Mm -hmm. and was like, I'm not going to pursue him because Logan wants to be pursued. I, again, think that to, what was his name, Josh, the gentleman who lived out by the beach in the the Hamptons. Yeah, that was Josh. Josh, he was right about, you know, him just being out of touch. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you hold all the cards, but you're old. You can't act like this. Yeah. Um, And Roman and Shiv were like, okay, we, this guy's not coming to our dad. He's a dick. Mm -hmm. So let's just go talk to him. So, yeah, I, I don't think Logan was disinterested. I think he was just very much being a dick. Yeah, which makes sense. It makes sense in this particular case. Um, Again, that's why I'm not a billionaire. <laughs> right. Yo, all right. So let's let's shift into this party then. Why yeah, is Kendall obsessed with Connor's coat, man? You know, I don't think it was obsession with the coat. That for me. So again, if for whatever reason you don't remember or you didn't watch it, and you're listening to us like a weirdo without watching it. Um, at his party, he had a strict dress code and he was very controlling down to who could go to which floor. Right. Right. Like you couldn't even get to the quote unquote tree house. That boy's such a loser. You couldn't <laughs> go to the tree house without a separate wristband when you're on a list, even though you were in the party. Right. Um, and so taking off the coat, like when you go to a nice party, you don't wear your coat. Like you check your coat, you move on. Cause for pictures, for lots of reasons, like you're just not supposed to do that. Right. I think for Kendall, it wasn't really him being angry about the coat. It was one, no, no one's respecting me and my wishes, mm-hmm. even at my birthday party. Everyone thinks they can override what I do and say. Mm-hmm. No one respects my authority. And he was spiraling as far as being able to control anything. And so for that, it was not, not even the fucking coat. Like, take your fucking coat off. It's just, it's a couple hours, right? So I think that was just the last straw of what he had lost control of for the night. Right. So, so that, that to me kind of was like the point of this particular episode, right? It, it, almost exactly what you're saying it, is that like, I think the birthday party was the last straw of him realizing that he has no power over yeah. his own life, you know? Um, nothing went as planned. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. But it, what? What kind of, yo, this dude has some wild shit planned for his 40s. I ain't gonna he hold you. He wanted to get on a jetpack. A jetpack. <laughs> Do you hear that? A jetpack. 
He wanted baby Wu-Tang to perform. I feel like Bruce Springsteen's name was thrown out. Like, like Kendall, who exactly are you under the impression that you are? This guy is, he is wild, man. Not only did he want to get on a jetpack, he wanted to fly out of the retractable roof you on understand? the jetpack. Who are you, a Jetson? <laughs> what are we even discussing, Kendall? This guy is wild. Um, he put a lot of thought into that, like, sibling smashing museum that he had. Where right. He, he uh, I, I feel like that's, I feel like that's, that was like the centerpiece of his, I feel like that's what he wanted, right? Like, that was his coup de grace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, uh, that was the perfection of the party. He wanted to get them back, but I'll give Kendall this. His way of getting them back was still private, right? Even down to when Roman was trying to fight him. I think that's part of what Kendall struggles with. He couldn't, he could not treat people. And you've said it before. That's why Kendall can't be successful. Mm -hmm. He is incapable of being that evil. Yeah. So Siobhan publicly humiliated him. His brother sends him through shit. He's like, well, I'll make this thing inside my party with a really tight guest list. And I know everyone here, no cameras are allowed, but they'll know and they'll be embarrassed in this private space. Right. Like. Very good point. Very good point. And um, at some, I didn't even consider that, but you're absolutely right. It was still in private. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it, okay. So it's clear Connor, because he, he made it, you know, he kind of drew the line in the sand right there is that he's polling. He's polling at 1%, which swings basically 4 million votes, which can obviously make or break an election. Um, so he's he, there to be bought and sold, basically, is what he, he said. Yeah, man. Um, so this guy really understands leverage, man. And he's Kanye West. <laughs> in a sense, he really is. Yeah. Yeah, in a sense, he really is. I'm um, not going to win, but someone needs to pay me to get rid of voters. Oh, you know what? He really is Kanye yeah. West. Yeah. Connor Yay I, West. I, I, have, shut up. I have no intention of winning. I know that I can't win, but I'm going to make a spectacle, and I'm going to steal someone's voters by being more them than them so mm -hmm. the other person can win. Right. Good strategy. And I mean, you know, you get- you It's a good get way to on, make money. You get put on a ticket and you and you surf, you know, you swag surf your way right into the White House, baby. He's not getting in the White House, but he's going to make the right friends. He's not going to win, right? Four million votes sways an election. It's, it's, he was right about it being 1%, right? But what that does is, Let's say that it was the gold Avenger and when him and Biden ran against each other, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the reasons that he did not win is because Kanye West was more of him than he was. Right. So people who felt uncomfortable voting for Trump, like let's say um, black radical people mm -hmm. who may have agreed with Trump but knew that they couldn't vote for Trump, they felt more comfortable voting for the black man. Mm. Right? So that's not a Biden vote or a Trump vote. Mm -hmm. Kanye West is not going to win, but he's taken some of Trump's voters. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. See, but yeah. I had a political flaw because I was because I was sitting here thinking that like um I was sitting here thinking that, you know, basically he can get into their administration somehow, but he probably that's probably unethical, right? Like yeah, you that can't you can't jump can't parties that. like that. Yeah, no. he can maybe get in a cabinet somewhere, mm -hmm. but he doesn't have the 
With it, you know what's crazy? What's that? You need more political experience to be in a cabinet than you would to be president. Yeah, I mean, clearly, that's who's really running the government, right? So, right. the president, if we're being honest, is a figurehead. I mean, mm-hmm. That's what it was supposed to be until very recently. It's become a reality show. But <laughs> the president used to be a figurehead, and who really ran the country was Congress and the cabinet. Mm-hmm. And you had to like have know-how and background and the right people. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Connor's not gonna end up anywhere near that fucking White House, bro. He might get invited for dinner, but right. there's no policy coming out of Connor. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I'd have to put a pin in that. I feel like that's gonna shift somehow. That's, that's... He'll be in Europe on Food Network in no time. <laughs> Which, He'll serve his purpose and move on. Hey, you know, you shoot for the shoot for the galaxy, and you end up on the end up on. Or the Roman might snake him because Roman is Romaning. Roman, yeah. Would you say Roman is Romaning? Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. I feel like he went full. You know, these last that episode or this episode, and then the one with you know, where basically not Jared Kushner, but what was the guy's name? (laughs) The uh, the when we found out Roman's a Nazi. Yeah, exactly. Between you know, last episode and this episode, we're kind of seeing Roman on his on his tyrannical shit, man. For sure. I don't like it. That was your boy, man. You you had all the chips on him. And he broke my fucking heart. Yeah, man. Nah, he's 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 evil. He's disgusting. You yeah. Know, uh, it has no boundaries when it comes to, you know, what they're, you know, he's spying on the kids. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and that's spy, your brother. Spying on Kendall's kids. Yeah, man. He like he has no boundaries, man. And I think some of the things that were happening were absolutely appalling to Shiv. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, clearly there was a, the dissension when um, that whole the birthday card with the with the selling of the shares and, you know, trying yeah. to get Kendall to cash out her not being a part of that conversation was, you know, she was pissed about that, man. Yeah. Um, To Bill to sell out for to, to basically walk away, walk away from the family. Is that worth it to you? Yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. It's worth it. Especially that shitty ass family. Yeah. Why is it like, was Kendall conflicted about that? I think that, again, it would mean admitting defeat. I think what we learned about Kendall, one, we've learned that Kendall is not getting the company. We can, we can hang that shit up. Yeah. Um, I think that what we're going to see going forward is Kendall struggling with that reality. Man. Right? Like, right. He's, he, he knows he can't, but to accept that money... Mm-hmm. means that he's admitting that he can't like he's gonna try everything he's gonna let's say they're right about the doj he's gonna make a fuss about it mm-hmm. um he's he's gonna kick up dust because he would have to admit that all of this was wrong and for not that he wasn't prepared the shame that would come with it but you can you can i'll be shamed for two billion dollars right you can buy my family's good forever yeah. yeah see i would but it made me wonder like there has to be a different reason he's doing all this, man. Because if, if, if like, if two billion doesn't sway you to say, "Let me leave town with this," like, it's got to be bigger than wanting the company too, man. It's, it's just got to be something else to this, man. Because that that two that check, or you know that that whole proposal of take this and leave, it shouldn't have gotten in his head the way that it did. You know what I mean? Like if this wasn't like, it's like, it's just like very personal. You know what I'm saying? I mean, coming from his father and his brother, 
that's them saying, we know you lost pussy, take this so you can keep a little bit of dignity. Right. And that was and that was the cutoff, right? Because he's already been blocked from talking to his father. Mm-hmm. But that was the none of we're paying to have one less brother. Yeah. Right. And he would have to accept that. And that's them saying, ha ha, we won. And pride, like if one thing we know about Kendall is he is a very prideful man. Right. To his detriment. See, this this makes me really like that Josh Arrington dude a lot even more because it's mm-hmm. like he realized this. He realized that like Kendall, there's there's no fucking there's no end goal behind all of this. This is just like this is something else, man. Yeah. You know. Oh. And I think even Kendall's realizing there's no end goal. Like the breakdown about not being able to find he's realizing he has done everything wrong, right? Mm-hmm. From the woman he has picked to what he is proving to be important in his life. Mm-hmm. I think that that watch with Naomi, mm-hmm. that's going to become a thing. Because his ex-wife would not have done that. His ex-wife was like, oh yeah, your kids bought you a gift, right? Like she would have made sure that he got that directly. Mm. She would have never blown off looking for it. I think he just realized that he's put things that aren't important up high and to deal with that and to walk away and, and accept it would mean he had to accept responsibility. And one thing none of the Roy children are very good at is accepting responsibility. Yeah, that's amen to that. So right. so you feel like um because my my whole tune about Naomi somewhat switched this episode, you know. Um I mean we haven't seen much of her, but in the first, you know, few episodes, or I think it was the second episode, I think we had kind of gotten the vibe that she was going to be a real problem. Mm-hmm. But she hasn't really presented herself as a problem. And in this episode, I felt like I almost felt bad for her. Right. Like, you know, she's. She's I think she's come like the place that we I feel like Kendall needs to be. I feel like she's there. Right. Like she she's not obsessing over money and power. She's not obsessing over, you know, where she stands in her family inheritance. She just seems to be enjoying life and enjoying his partnership in life. Or am I reading that wrong? Do we know what her standing is with her family? Because if her inheritance isn't in danger, then she doesn't have to worry about those things, right? Like, that's true. Of course she can. None of it's being threatened. Um, I think that I don't feel sorry for her because what she proved that she doesn't know Kendall. Mm -hmm. Right? Because... I think that women get a bad rap about buying men's get buying men gifts for just this reason. He's like, I don't, I have a watch. Why would you buy this? Like, like what were you thinking? Why would you buy me a watch of all things? You bought this for you. You bought this so you could say that you bought me this expensive watch and nothing to do with me. Right? Like, and if you're, I don't know, a girlfriend at a party for your man, you just, there are just certain things that you're supposed to run point on, right? Like you're supposed to make sure his kids gifts get to him. Right, like there's there's certain things that you need to make sure it go right, and it's how do you miss that? Mm. How are you saying, oh, we'll just find it? It's my kid. It's the gift from my children. No, we're gonna find them now. Why aren't you throwing a fit? I I wanted her to behave more like Connor's girlfriend, because what we're seeing from her right. is I don't like this man, but y'all don't get to treat him poorly. <laughs> right, right. Like get away from anybody. Your president's keeping the fucking coat. Move on. Right. I I needed Naomi to be like everybody. Sit the fuck down. Wear the cow print wrapped gifts. Like <laughs> right, right. I get okay. That's a good point. I you know I didn't read into it that. I, I kind of had a, a a strike against 
Kendall in that particular scene because I felt like he was, I felt like he was upset, upset again, obsessing over something that like, yo, it's cool. If it's here, it's here. Like there's, you know, don't worry about it. Your gift, your gift from your kids is going to get to you. It's not a big deal. That's how I took it. I mean, that was a failure of his though, right? Like I think what I read this episode as is learning for Kendall was learning a lot of what he felt like were personal failures. Mm Mm-hmm. Kendall does not really mind his children. He's not very present. He's around, but he's not present. And I think that his wife being like, yo, your kids brought you gifts. And her kind of, she's always very indifferent when he does shit that seems crazy fucked up. Mm -hmm. She's like, well, this is just him. And I guess he felt that and went to go find them and was like, I don't even know what my kids got me because I have this big ass party where I don't know anyone, where my own siblings are treating me poorly where I'm not really having a good time. Nothing is going as I planned it. My father literally wants me to not be his son anymore. And I don't even know what my kids bought me for my birthday. Yeah. I think it was for him not finding that was another extension of a personal failure for him as a father. Yeah, I can see that. See, it's just weird, man. To me, that's almost like, why why would I be receiving the gifts that my kids made at a party? To me, that's That is also wild. That is also wild because what'd you bring them here for? Yeah. Well, I know my children in real life. I could have gotten this tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. I could have gotten this. That to me was the weirder part about it is like, yo, this is there. Why are they here? (laughs) Well, well, the kids weren't there, right? No, no. I mean, why are the gifts here? Why did, why are the gifts my children brought me who I can see them tomorrow and they could have given it to me in person? Why did you bring them here? Or earlier that day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. But, but, but you're absolutely right, though. I think, you know, because he was kind of taunting his ex wife, saying that, like, oh, you would rather, you know, for your 40th, what, you would rather be at home, such and such and such, such. He was like, yeah, that like, actually doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> yeah, bro, actually. You know, um, and, and I think that that is where the failure of Kindle is, to your point, with, you know, the, his 40th birthday was so much about him that he didn't even think to spend it with his, you know his family you know what i mean and he didn't even enjoy himself he didn't even fucking because it was all for show really that it was yeah you know he was more concerned about what celebrities were showing up and first of all the way that he was smoking that blunt on that rooftop he about swallow half the blunt just to get a pull out of it what are you you doing um, he tried to pass it off after that no thank you sir never smoked weed before yeah like blunt wet as hell get away from me sir (laughs) right um so yeah, man, I I kind of, you, you know what that scene made me realize. What that scene made me realize is that he is the only Roy that has that is that has a way to carry on the family name, right? Like he's yeah. the only one that has children. Oh shit, he is. He right, and and, and oh shit. It, it, and Shiv doesn't want kids. It would seem. Yeah. So Roman it's, can't get it up. Oh shit. Right. Like, so, so you would think that like Kendall's position is kind of important. If, if Logan Roy cares about the Roy name, you've got Iverson, right? So he, he's the next heir to the throne, essentially. Um, he's Prince William, if you will. There you go. And so, you know, his kids are very important, but that scene just kind of shows you that he is somewhat following his father's footsteps where he is putting the mission of what he wants above the, you know, above spending time with the kids and clearly that is what all of this is is that daddy didn't spend enough time with us yeah um 
So, you know, there's no, there's no understanding between us and him. Right. Um, so yeah, so Kendall is clearly following, following in Logan's footsteps here. Um, Let's get into Roman. Okay. Roman, where I'll give him points was with, you know, the, the tenacity and the persistence in getting to Madison, to Madison in that party. Okay. Okay. You give him points for that? I give him, I give him points for that because, because he knew the mission, right? Like the mission for him, you know. It's your brother's birthday party and you only went because this person is there. And then you made a scene and then you punched your brother. We didn't get there. <laughs> like he, sure. he, he definitely made a scene. Like so, I've I've already accepted that them as siblings is is a vile and disgusting display of like what brotherly sisterly love should be. Like I've already conceded that that these people have no concept of family. Okay, so inside of that, nothing that Roman did in this episode surprised me. Really, nothing. It surprised you? Not in like a oh my god way, but it was like I know you have this in you kind of way. But you have been Team Roman, so it would probably yeah. catch you off guard a little bit more. Like I, for a couple of reasons, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Again, I've been very vocal about feeling like Roman was just indifferent. Mm-hmm. This proved that Roman was not indifferent at all. Right. Like you said, he was very mission focused for this. Um. So that was like whoa. And him being that vile to his siblings. Mm. Roman usually has a line. Like, he'll do a lot. Mm. But there's a cutoff. And for this, it was like, wow, you just... It's your brother's birthday. Mm. Like, seriously? Roman normally does nothing before he does something super awful. Mm. So I was just like, oh, wow, this is nuts. Mm. Like, you should... And it's like you're showing out, like you've gotten a taste of, I can do this, right? Like after he sealed the deal with Madsen by slick talking, and he did a, he handled that conversation very well. He handled it in a way that reached the person he was talking to the same way he did with the Nazi before. Like, yeah, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear so you can do what I want you to do. I'm going to meet you where you are. Roman's very good about that. Mm-hmm. And then he got full of himself, right? Now he's done it twice. He's, you know, gotten what his father needs twice now. So it was like, oh, you're on this high and you're going to show your ass because you're feeling yourself. Mm. The point where you hit your brother in front of everybody at his birthday party and then make a joke out of it and don't understand why everyone's like, yo, that's not very funny. That's not cool. Right. It was, again, Roman just keeps breaking my heart more and more. Like that was vile. Yeah. We've never seen Roman be vile. I feel like we have. I mean, it's just been more, you know, in, in a verbal sense than, you know, him putting his hands on him physically. Because there was two hands incidents here. There was, you know, you said hit him, but it, it looked like a push to me. But I mean, yeah, he yeah. fell on the ground. Yeah, okay. Uh, um, There was that, but then there was also when Kendall put his hands on Roman when he was trying to get in the treehouse, you know. And so I, I feel like we've never really seen them get physical. And, you know, both of those incidents, I mean, they were very minor, but... But they were both Roman's fault, right? Like, yeah, for sure. You're not supposed to be in here. For sure. Why are you... Fi- like, again, to... And not to throw... I feel sorry for Kendall. I don't think he's right or righteous in what's going on. I feel sorry for him. Right. So it's like, it's his birthday, and he, again, can't even control who's there. Mm. 
And it's people who he knows aren't here to see him. Yeah. My brother's not at my birthday party to see me. He's here because of someone else who doesn't really know me or care that it's my birthday. Mm. And that's what he wants. My brother's here to network, not to celebrate me. Yeah. And that's vile. Like, before it would have been a thing where Roman just didn't go. Yeah. But again, that's weird to me, man. It's like, why would, I guess... Maybe, and maybe it's because I sit in a di- we sit in a different seat as viewers. If I was Kendall, maybe I would be oblivious to this. But yeah, he's this is kind of what their relationship has been like yeah. since since the incident. Like you're not family. Like you're you, you know we're related, but you're not family anymore. <laughs> you know, like I I don't know. Maybe Kendall's maybe Kendall's been walking around with blinders, man, not realizing like what he's actually trying to do. You know. I think Kendall's the only one who knows what family is, even if it's warped, right? Even if he's not very good at it, he knows what it should be. And he thinks they're all operating under that assumption, right? And I think that it was, he was like, it's my birthday. Like, at least on this day, there's a truce, because if not, they just wouldn't come, right? Like, I think that he thought because they showed that that was kind of, okay, today is a cease arms a ceasefire because it's it's our brother's birthday. Right. We'll hate each other more tomorrow, but today, you know. Well, okay. And that's kind of how he treated it, giving them a tour, having the conversation. Like, sure. Before they brought up Madsen, he was like, oh, okay. You know, he was on edge, but excited to see his siblings. This is true. But, but then how do you explain his disposition towards Connor? Because Connor didn't have an agenda being there. And, but he, he, you know, again, just kept digging into him because of this coat, you know? Because he it, wouldn't take the coat off. But it was clear why, but he kind of made it clear why he didn't want to take the coat off because he had that incident that happened to his arm and he wasn't trying to expose that, right? Like, there was a reason behind it. It's not like he was, and then, and then he also said, listen, I've had an incident before where I checked the coat and it, it came up missing, you know what I'm saying? So, but I think the biggest thing, that he talked about when he first walked through was that he had his, his arm was in a sling, you know what I mean? So it's optics, you know, this guy's running for president. You don't want to show these sort of weaknesses. I thought it was genuine. And and beyond that, again, he, it's like, uh, Connor has absolutely no other agenda than to show love to his sibling. You know, Con- Connor's been somewhat neutral on his whole thing. He doesn't uh, care which way no, it goes. No, no, no. Connor's not neutral anymore. Okay. Connor knows which side is going to win. So he's not neutral. Um, but I think even if what you're saying is right, mm-hmm. that wasn't what it was about for Kendall. For Kendall, it was, I can't even control what happens at my birthday with my siblings. Right. So I'm not even saying that you're wrong, right? Because everything you're saying, yeah. I, I think if Kendall was in a different state of mind, mm-hmm. it would have been a big deal. Mm-hmm. But I think at this point, he was grasping at the ability to control anything about his life and in his business and for the day down to no one respects me no one listens to me no one does what i ask even when they're supposed to even when i'm the person in charge i can't get anyone to do what i say Mm. and they blow me off and and they dismiss me even my brother at my birthday party take the fucking coat off because i asked you to right and it's my party and maybe i want your weakness exposed you guys have spent forever exposing mine show your arm yeah, that's that's a good point too. Okay, well, I'm gonna tell you my opinion about about what you're saying. Change where it changes a little bit when he backed down from getting on that harness and performing that song 
mm-hmm. um, he backed down from it because it's like this was you know the the way they set it up it seemed like Kendall had spent a lot of time planning this specific part of it right he knew it was dumb as fuck though right but doesn't that doesn't that if you are somebody that is on team Kendall right mm-hmm. and you see this happen where it's like you spend so much time obsessing over something and planning something that you think is worth it. And then when it really comes down to it, you're like, yo, this shit is hokey. It's junky. I'm not doing it. Doesn't that make you second guess the person that you, that you've been following this entire time? Of course. Right. I think that this is Kendall second guessing himself. Right. I think it was him realizing, Oh, I don't know shit about shit and having to accept that. I think this episode for Kendall was a lot about, I am, why, what is my end game? What am I doing all this shit for? What does right. this shit even mean? That's a fact. Well, I'm, I'm glad he's coming to that conclusion because I, I told you, man, I, at a certain point, I started feeling like what he's trying to do with the company. It's smart, but it's like, yo, to what end, though? You know what I mean? Like, and you can't do it. Yeah, you can't do it. Like, again, Josh Arrington saw it. Like, yo, this dude, I do not believe in him as a leader, period. Yeah. Point blank. Um, rewinding back to Roman though, cause, cause you know, you, you, you'd bought it to him. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you another take on that whole thing with Madsen because yes, it seemed like he got Madsen's good graces and good favor, but I feel like having to, to some degree shit on your father to get there. I feel like that is something that goes into the weakness of Roman and I feel like if Matson's smart, he picks up on that and you manipulate that in the future because mm-hmm. he started the conversation with. So when you're when is your dad gonna die? Right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know that's kind of crazy, but it, you know it's inevitable, right? It's coming. So when? Yeah. See, if that's me though, if I'm Roman, I don't even entertain this conversation. No, nah, that's my father, you it, asshole. Exactly. Like- but the fact that he entertained that conversation. I think Madsen's smart enough to know that, like, okay, I, if if there's an angle from, if there's a game for me to play, it starts here with this kid, and making him think that he's gotten what he, yeah, I I think you're right. Yeah, I think that Roman might think he's done something good, but he set himself up without knowing what happened in episode eight. Mm-hmm. I think that if Logan finds out this is how it happened, he picks up on that. Right. Right. That's a fact right there, man. Um, they definitely pissed on the Stargo app. Um, that was cr- like, what are we? <laughs> and and look, and then Roman couldn't wait to shake his hand midstream. Like, <laughs> like let's go ahead and validate the deal now. Why your hands? What are is wrong dick. with you? Yeah, he's wild. Roman's weird. Um, Greg getting a girlfriend. Greg getting a girl. First of all, I Tom mean, Tom is heartbroken. He wasn't he. I'm telling you, this shit is weird. I want it to stop. Yeah. Tom no. is like, Tom losing his boyfriend. That's crazy to me. You know, like, I, I, I was I was feeling you when you were like, yo, I think it's like some sexual tension. I'm like, yeah, I can see what you're saying. But th- this episode, that's all I could think I about. Was like Six was right on the money. There is too much sexual tension. And obviously, from Tom towards Greg, Greg is completely oblivious to what this yeah. is. Um, you know, even though it was kind of a pausey moment when, uh, when he was like, well, 
you know, because they, they're giving him shit basically saying that, like, Comfrey is out of his league. And he was like, well, you got Shiv. And he was like, yeah, right. I, I have a, a dick the size of a something-something. And I that's crazy. Like a bullet train. He was like, prove it. <laughs> like, he wanted like, to show his dick. That's crazy. Yeah. Wild. It's, enough is enough. Wild. Like, you find out you're not going to jail, and the first thing you do is not kiss your wife. You go down to ruin this little boy's office because yeah. because you wanted to kiss him. Right. Right. That was very weird. The shit is weird. Either have them get together or leave me alone. <laughs> right. I'm tired of it. It's weird. But were you happy for Tom in that moment, though? No, I don't. I don't believe it's gonna last. Right, right. right. It could be right. I could be wrong. But they. I feel like if the DOJ said that they, we would have seen that happen. Mm-hmm. Or more back or more fallout than just that conversation. Right. We would have seen Kendall lose his shit. Lisa would have had to tell Kendall. Or whoever would have, we would have seen something mm. about that conversation if it was as solid as they think it is. Right, right. Well, it, it doesn't sound like they came to Kendall's side with it. It sounds like this is an inside track between Jerry and the DOJ. So, true, 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 true. Which low key, it might have just been Lori, <laughs> yeah, Lori trying to bang. Did you remember right? Trying to feel. <laughs> trying to GTD. Get the draws, dog. I'm telling you, see, like I'm not, I'm not buying this yet until somebody lawyer, somebody in the power suit looks at me and says, this "What's going on?" Yeah. Then I'll buy it. But until then, Tom's still going to jail. Yo, I didn't even think about that. Jerry could have, yeah, Jerry could have been playing GTD. him the whole time. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't. Even though, like, I'm not a Tom fan. I'm, 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 I'm becoming more empathetic to Tom because. You know, because I don't like Shiv so much, even though she is thick in that in, in her appearance. Enough. Oh, um, um, I'm I'm not a fan of Shiv, right? So so automatically that puts me into you know Tom is, uh, you know I'm I'm pro Tom, um, because I understand mentally what he was probably going through, especially in these times. I thought it was cool that that uh, you know Logan you know put his hand on put his grabbed his arm and was like I'll remember. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, that's obviously that's valuable, but that's vague enough to where you could be like, oh, that's not what I meant. But right. It's still valuable, um, you know, especially in that moment to Tom. Um, but yeah, Greg, Greg is trying to get with Comfrey and it's funny. She makes she basically makes uh, reference to the fact that she's going to have to throw him the, the throw him to the wolves in, in the press. Everybody on this show has a shame kink. Got it. Okay. Like, <laughs> everyone on this show only wants to be with people that hate them. Right. It's getting real, really weird. Yeah. It, it, this it really woman is. just told you she's going to destroy your life, both in actuality and professionally, and you asked her to go to coffee. Right. Like, yeah, that that is kind of weird, but it's very it's very Greg. It's very Greg. Like he's idiot. just he's just. I mean, he's also suing Greenpeace. What the fuck does he know? Like, you see what I'm saying? Like Greg is an idiot. Um, what else happened in this part? Okay, I'm gonna tell you what I did like about this party. Subconsciously, what I did like about this party. Oh God. They had, yo. Know, he had the illest playlist, fam. 
he had some of the <laughs> illest bangers going. I was like, you know, like all jokes aside, you know, outside of this show, I could probably hang out with Kendall low key. Like if you if, think so, I think I think I can microdose. I think I could do Kendall for like twenty minutes at a time. Man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like twenty minutes to an hour at a time, every once every month or so. You know, I could probably mess with Kendall um, just because it seems like he, he has pretty good taste in music. Yeah, he seems like he does seem like the microdosing white boy. Like he don't mean no real harm, mm-hmm. but shut up. Right. <laughs> right. You can come, but you can't talk. Exactly. He seemed like one of those. He got the fire ass playlist. He really does. Yeah. You, yeah. You, he's a friend you let. He can play his music in the car. You can come, but you got to shut the fuck up. For sure. You could pass the ox to him. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, man, I'm trying to think. Are there any other moments in this party that are worth talking about? I think besides the Naomi thing, that we talked about that, that breakdown, how dumb idea of that watch was. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about the treehouse and why Kendall was so attached to only super exclusive people get like nigga, shut, Kendall. You don't know anyone's name in this party, yeah. please. Like it was a giant monument to himself. It was man. It was very self self fulfilling. Uh, I mean, I guess it could. Is, I guess it should be at your fortieth birthday. Yeah. I, I got speaking of which, I got mine coming up December fourteenth. Hey, it is, uh, but it's, it's not going to be nothing like Kendall's. But um, do we have plans? No, nah, I'm just. I'm 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 not no. I've been asked I've been asked so much what I want to do, and I'm just like you know nothing, man. I I just want to I just want to I just want to slide in unnoticed to my fortieth. Like I don't I don't want to make a milestone out of it. I just want to slide into it. It is a milestone though. It is, man. But I'm 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 already low key. But you're turning forty. I know, bro. It's crazy. It's really crazy. But yeah, I'm just gonna bring it in with a small, slight little, you know. I'm just gonna bring it in with a wink and a nod, man. And you know, when I get to my financial goals, man, then I'll I'll, I'll revisit my 40th. You know what I mean, oh, brother? <laughs> I'll, I'll revisit it. Um, yeah, man. I I feel like we kind of tackled it for the most part, man. Do you have any? Do you have it like? What, where's the board at for you? Like, what what do you feel about everybody? Where do you, what do you feel about Shiv? Roman Kendall. So I feel like Kendall, we're going to, the rest of the show or this season at least is about Kendall's personality, not his professional career. He doesn't have one anymore Okay, is what it feels like. He's, he has to accept that. And that's what we're going to see a lot of. I feel like, Mm -hmm. um, with Shiv, I feel like she's going to start to realize everything that we've noticed and the fallout from that. I feel like she's going to have some kind of um, professional career going Mm -hmm. because of her relationship with Sandy. Mm. Um, I think she leans heavily into that. If we know anything, we know that she will play up the the girl gang thing Mm -hmm. and that she will try and find her way into that. But I think she's going to, and she'll handle it semi-gracefully, I hope. But she's going to realize what we have been saying, like, you're being used as a pawn. Mm. None of this is real. for Roman, I think that things go well until they stop going well. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And I think it's going to be a hard and long fall from grace. Wow. Okay. I do. See, man, I, I want to weigh in on this, but I, but see, you can't. You've seen because I've seen episode yeah. eight. Yeah, that's why I didn't watch it. That's why I didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, you were smart. I wish I yeah. had something like I wish 
I'm not gonna lie, episode eight's really good. It's really. I'm gonna good. watch it immediately after this. Yeah. But yeah, that's why I didn't watch it. Yeah, make make sure you make sure you hit me with some text after that. You gonna know after a few milestones hit on that show. Just make sure you hit me with the text so I know that you've seen them. But oh no. Um. But yeah, man. I I feel like this is probably a good place to to drop it for episode seven, man. You know. This um, didn't go half bad. No, I did. I was I did. so like, yeah, about recording this way, but it didn't go half bad. No, it's not bad. It's cool, man. You We're know, never doing it again if we can help it, though. I know. I yeah. I, I, I hope not, man. Um, you know, and and, and I hope we kind of somewhat get back on track, man, because I yeah. I felt naked not putting out an episode last week. I'm not going to lie to you. So y'all are going to get quite a few episodes going forward because episode nine come out this weekend. So. I know. We so gotta, we got to catch up. We got to load the clip and get it and yeah. get it cracking. And we really yeah. need to get on top of what we're going to do next for real, man, because this is, I mean, we after. When we know, talk tomorrow, we have to, like, I have ideas. When we talk tomorrow, let's solidify that. Okay. Okay. Because it's time to that. start getting that ready. So, yeah. It really is. I'm not going to hold you. A bunch of people are telling me that. Uh, Dope sick. No, no, no. I already, I, I, you know, I'm like three episodes in on Dope Sick. Dope Sick is okay. good. I'm not mad if we were to go back and do that, but um, a lot of people are telling me that Mayor of East Town is, not Mayor of East Town, I keep saying that. I'll say that. It's not for us. Mayor <laughs> of... Um, High Town, something like that. Some, the one with Jeremy Renner. What is the name yeah, of it? Yeah, Hawkeye. That's not Jeremy Renner, that's Hawkeye. Yeah, right. Why do I, I, I keep saying Mayor of East Town because that's the one that had... Uh, I think it's the Mayor of High Town. Um, let me, you sent, you texted to me, let me see. I keep getting it confused with the one with the with the lady from Titanic. Yeah, that's the mayor of Easttown. Right. Um, mayor Mayor of Kingstown. Kingstown, okay. Yeah, yeah. I keep yo, people are hitting me left and right. Shout out to my shout out to Deck. Shout out to Corey. I said people, like it's like mad people. It's really just right. them too. <laughs> keep they keep hitting me, man, and telling me that that zone is really good, bro. So we might have to consider that, catching up on that. Okay. Yeah. And if these are catch up shows, I mean I like the two a week. I know it's a lot of work for you, so we can discuss it. But I'm not mad at that. I mean, I'm not mad between at that. Between that and Dope Sick, I mean. See, I feel like because Dope Sick, we can just sort of knock out because it's already all. Oh, you said all, it's a one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's, um, I think all of the episodes are already out for Dope Sick, so I feel like okay. we can just knock those out. But We can um, catch up on Mayor of. Mayor um, of Kingstown. I, I, feel like, I feel like they're coming into episode four or five now. That's been on for a couple of weeks, so. And that's Paramount, correct? Paramount Plus, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to my shout out to my plug, man, that I be using all his logins, man. Apparently he doesn't have Paramount Plus. Right. That's what, I think that's why I didn't watch it the first time, but I'll go ahead and get it. Yeah, I might have to get that free trial and stuff my face real quick. But <laughs> yeah, man. But uh regardless, man, we are coming back with episode eight, man. Hope that the uh quality difference didn't deter you from listening to this, but uh uh, I, again, like Six said, we're looking to get back on this train and get back in the studio together. So, thanks for hanging in there, guys. For show, for show, and uh, catch you for episode eight. Yes, follow us at Grams of Snow Pod on Instagram, and we are Grams of Snow on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And yeah, come say hi to us. We miss you guys just as much. So, promise this is if if God say the same, we'll be back soon. Amen to that. <laughs> All right, Six, I catch you. All right, bye, friends. Peace. This has been an On Ear Network production.